Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters, no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, guys. Welcome. I'm going to say happy Friday because when you guys listen to this, it will be Friday. However, I am recording early because on Friday, I will be in the wonderful part of Northern Arizona, enjoying the beautiful woods and camping and the awesome weather. So yes, I am doing this episode early. However, just like I mentioned last week, this is a two-part series and it may end up turning into more parts just as I keep going on and seeing how time just kind of takes a toll or how much I cover. I may make it a whole entire month series. It just depends. However, the biggest thing that I put on social media was about hormones. Because I focus completely on client plans and getting everything to my clients before the first of the month and before I left for camping, I was not able to throw up stories and highlights and posts regarding hormones like I wanted to. So those are to follow, of course. However, this podcast is something I wanted to make sure the episode got out for this Friday. And it's because a lot of people ask me so many questions. A lot of people tend to have difficulties in areas of their life, whether it be with weight loss, whether it be with mood stability, or just something completely different. It just depends. A lot of times it links back to their hormones. And no, I'm not only talking about females. I'm talking about males too. I feel like society forgets that males have hormones too. Everybody has hormones. The body is made up of hormones. And these hormones, and just by like definition, hormones are your body's chemical messengers. They're to travel into their bloodstream and to tissues or organs, and they slowly work over time and affect many different processes. That's why some people struggle to lose weight, because it can affect the way your metabolism is. It affects growth and development, hence why Kids and teenagers go through puberty. Women go through a pre-menopause, a menopause, and a post-menopause. Yeah, that sucks. I personally don't have any experience. I am going based off of all of my clients who uh, who are going through it, and my heart breaks every time they check in with something new happening. I feel, like, helpless because it's a hormone. And it's just taken, it takes a team. It takes an army. When you have something going on hormonally, it takes an army to make sure things are going to be okay. It's also about the reproduction system. Take me, for instance, being pregnant. There are so many hormones that are going into play right now with my body that there are so many things happening. And most pregnant women, most dads out there who have had their partner through a pregnancy, they know. They know the ups and the downs, and it's not just mood, it's with everything. Hormones play a huge role in everything. I feel like society forgets the roles that it can play and all of the different parts that it can play. And a lot of times it comes from the endocrine glands, but that just isn't the one part. It's the major part where it has the pituitary, the pineal, the thymus, the thyroid, the adrenals, the pancreas. But there's also like 
the testes for males and the ovaries for females. So again, it's one of these things where you have to understand what is going on and where it's coming from. Because depending on when a client comes to me and they start talking to me, you have to know the symptoms, you have to know the signs, you have to know a different part. And this can go into years of education of how this breaks down. And there are a lot of people out there who have taken years of education to make sure they understand every endocrine gland, every reproduction gland, every hormone. And they are specifically that specialist. That's why a lot of doctors will say, okay, I'm going to give you this specialist because they just, doctors and even myself as a dietitian, we skim the surface of this type of part. Myself, I have done my own research. I have done my own studies to learn more, to find out more, to help my clients more. It does not mean I am a specialist. And if something more happens, I refer my clients to a specialist because they're going to have the tools and the equipment to dive deeper into what is meant for that client and what is going on. Because as you can see, it's not just about the reproduction system of whether somebody is going to have progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. It isn't about sexual functions and whether somebody's going to have a sex drive or not have a sex drive. It's not about moods. It's about everything. It's about growth and development. It's about metabolism. It goes far deeper than what we can ever imagine. And when clients come to me, depending if it's male or if it's female base, is basically how I take it on. Because females, we hold more progesterone, more estrogen, and less testosterone. However, males hold more testosterone, but very trace amounts of progesterone and estrogen. However, everybody has those makeup, those hormones. And the hormones go more too. Like you got to think of the thyroid gland when people have hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, Hashimoto's. That is a hormone. And a lot of times people aren't grasping the fact that if you have Hashimoto's, and I'm just going to say Hashimoto's as an example right now because there's too many people coming at me with Hashimoto's. So I'm using it as an example. They are not realizing that is a hormone. So when your T4, T3, TSH is off, that's a big deal. That is something to have concerns over. That is something we need to address. And then, you know, are you seeing an endocrinologist that are testing your levels, making sure they're staying stable? If you're in Hashimoto's, it's because you're going up and down and you're both hyper and hypo at the same time. And like they say, it's an autoimmune disease. That's not a lie. However, that is a hormone that you are dealing with. The biggest part of trying to educate you guys through this is letting you know it's not just about your sexual reproduction. It's not just about how you feel intimately. It's much deeper and much more than that. And I can, I'm going to do a section later on in the month 
probably next week I'll start with females just so males are aware and then the following week do a male thing. Hence why I said there's going to be multiple parts to this or I may just wrap up female and male in next week's podcast. Just depends on how much time goes over because with females there's more to our hormones than with males. Though males have hormones and there can be imbalances sometimes What women go through is a lot more than what men experience. You know, women, we go through our puberty, then we go through pregnancy or maybe not being pregnant. Uh, We go through hormonal changes throughout each part of our 10-year cycle, and then we deal with menopause. So there's multiple parts to female hormones where it dives deeper into details. With men... I wouldn't say it's easy. I don't want to say men have it easy. That's not fair because I don't feel like somebody has it better in life than somebody else. What I do want to say is that men have to be very careful with what they're doing to their bodies, what they're eating, how they're treating it, and everything going into it because that can lower their testosterone. That can lower their sex drive. That can hurt their thyroid. That can raise their progesterone, it can raise their estrogen. And when you start imbalancing a male's hormones, things are going to be wonky for them. And males do not want to feel wonky. I know I had a client way back in the day, he had a hormone imbalance without saying too much of uh, what was going on. However, the expression he would express inside of our visits, you could tell he hated it. He didn't feel like himself. He didn't look like himself. He didn't want to be going through this anymore. He wanted to feel normal again. And that's the same with women too. When we go through hormonal imbalances, we don't feel like ourselves. We don't look like ourselves. We just want to feel back to normal. And that can, that's why nobody has it easier in life. Everybody has an imbalance and that's where you need to find out where that imbalance is coming from. Now, are there more females that come to me with hormonal imbalances? Absolutely. So do I study female imbalances a little bit more? Absolutely. I have more knowledge on female imbalances because of my clientele and who come to me. That does not mean that I'm not aware of male hormone imbalances. I'm just as aware. I just don't see as many because I don't have as many male clients come to me with hormonal imbalances, but it is very possible. The reason why I started getting into imbalances is because of competing. I started competing when I was 21, and little did I know what I was doing to my body back then by putting myself in such a calorie deficit and lowering the metabolic rate. So everybody has a metabolic rate. A metabolic rate is a set point of the amount of calories your body needs to lose weight. If you have a coach or if you have a health advisor that puts you below that set point, your body's going to rapidly lose weight. However, you've just pushed your threshold down. So now the next time you go to lose weight, you're going to have to go under those calories again. So to say I metabolically damaged my body when I first started competing is an understatement. I royally screwed myself. That's just a nice way of putting it. And to rebuild my metabolism took a while and it took the right coach and it took the right education. It took the right studies 
However, what I didn't realize was the hormone imbalance I was doing to myself. And it's kind of sad because I had past relationships prior to the one I'm in that would tell me I was broken, that would tell me I need to go see a doctor because I had something sexually wrong with me. What was wrong with me if I didn't have a sex drive? What little did I know and what little did they know by bullying me through that was that my hormones were so suppressed by the lack of nutrition and the lack of nutrients my body was receiving. I was hurting my hormones more and more each year. I would be with a bad, a poor diet, a lower set point. And it's really important for bodybuilders out there, whether it's in the bikini section or whether you're in the bodybuilding section, it doesn't matter. It's really important for you guys to get blood work done. It's really important for you guys to have a coach who cares about your health first instead of the first place trophy. Because the last coach I had, and I still talk with, even though I'm not competing, that was her main concern for me. In every show we did, we did three shows back to back, one week after another. And her main concern with me was how was my hormones? How was I feeling? She constantly checked in to make sure I was in a good headspace. And when I wasn't, when I started not feeling like myself, she gave me an option. She gave me options for health. And that was the first coach who ever did that, who put my health first. Because I am a very impulsive and addictive person. And when, the, when I hit the stage, there's some addiction that I get, some dopamine endorphin release that I get. And there's a high that comes from being on the stage with me. So I keep chasing after the next thrill, after the next show. And I keep trying to push myself harder and harder. And I know I can. I've done it. There was one year I did five shows in a row. That was stupid. Wish I never did that. But whatever. I wish I had a coach that would have stopped me. And the coach I was with warned me. But because I was stubborn and I am who I am, and I said, I'll do it with or without you, they just decided to do it with me. I wish more education or I wish more reality check would have been tapped into my head. That way I could have been like, no, for my hormones, for my health, for everything, you need to sit down. You need to sit out. You need a break. You need to chill out. Let your body recoup. Let your hormones get back to normal. The reason why I'm kind of sharing this with everybody, the reason why I'm kind of discussing this as an intro to the hormone health is when I start getting into this, you're going to understand, especially with females as well as sometimes with males, signs. You need to know key indicator signs of what happens to a body. And I didn't know. I was uneducated at the time. This is why I did my education. This is why I researched and self-taught all of this stuff because I didn't know when my hormones were crashed. I didn't realize that when I was in prep and I was in go mode that my ex, multiple exes, told me when I was broken and there was something wrong with me for not having a sex drive I wasn't broken. I probably did need to go see a doctor. I will take accountability that they were right on that. However, what would have been known was that my hormone levels were being suffered because of the lack of nutrients my body was getting, the lack of supplementation my body was getting. So it was nice to be educated after all of it because now I'm aware 
when something doesn't feel right. Now I'm more aware when I see different things. When clients check in, females, we are the baby makers of the world. It it is what it is. Females hold the different hormones in our body. And because of it, our lower stomach and our thighs are the fat retention. So more fat is going to be displaced in our thighs and in our lower stomach because we are the baby makers of the world. So if we're not making babies, if we're not having babies, something like that, but what we eat and we ingest, more adipose tissue is going to be held in our lower section versus anything. That's why you can hear some people talk about there's an apple-shaped type of woman who hold fat and there's like the pear-shaped women who hold fat. It really is dependent on your genetics. However, it's a lot dependent on your hormones. The reason why I say this is because when clients check in, especially female clients, and it's that time of the month, or they have a certain stress factor going on in their life, I see and I point out to every client through their photos how they can see how much water retention they're holding in those hormonal areas because of stress. Now this goes again, stress also has a hormone, cortisol. Cortisol interrupts progesterone. And this is where next week we're going to dive into these receptors and what what happens with them when they're disrupted, what happens when they're producing, what happens when they're not producing. We're going to go into more detail. So next week is definitely going to be longer. This is just more of the intro into why I'm doing this, things to look out for, how this all started, and where I'm coming from. So this week, it's just more of an intro of if you feel off, if there is something going on, and this goes back to a friend of mine, her and I were talking. She doesn't want to obsessively become the person who gets attracted to numbers by counting calories, counting macros, counting meals, looking on the scale, constantly being obsessing over things. So she's choosing more of an intuitive way of eating. By no means is this woman uneducated. She is very educated on health. She knows what's healthy and what's not. She understands what calories and what she needs to intuitively eat. She just doesn't need to track it. However, she, for the life of her, cannot lose weight. And she makes these assumptions that she's either not doing enough of this or she's not enough of that. And I'm tired of women and people saying, I'm not enough or I don't do enough. We're not supposed to work ourselves into the ground. We're not supposed to be that person who's constantly being drill sergeants and suffering in life. That's not okay. That's not how life is supposed to be lived. And that's another big reason why I'm doing this. A lot of my generation, and I guess you can call it more of like the millennials, but even more so after and before, we almost live in this fight or flight mechanism. And that's such a trauma response to live in that we don't actually enjoy life. We're almost like having a dick measuring competition of who has the worst stress in life. Like why? Like, why do I have to measure up to how much stress Bob and Jane have when we shouldn't be measuring how much stress we have? We should be living life in a very content, loving, peaceful manner. 
However, through generations and the worldly traumas we live in, we have developed this fight or flight mechanism. Well, guess what happens? Our hormones are disrupted in that fight or flight mechanism. Our, our stress cortisol is raised through that. And what does that do? That disrupts our other hormones. Our thyroid. Our thyroid cannot handle some of this processed garbage that we deal with. And that might be a whole other podcast in on its own that I do is just thyroid. Because my senior year of undergrad school, I did a research paper on thyroid. I was working at a weight loss clinic and all I kept seeing was common diagnoses of thyroid conditions. And I got tired of not understanding it. So I was in my last year of school and there was a project presented in a class and I decided full send, I'm doing it on thyroid. It not only helped my clients through my job that I was working at the time, however, it has continually helped me through the progression of my business now with my clients. The thyroid condition because of the U.S. and everything that goes into our foods and the chemicals and all of the chaos that we deal with, there are so many thyroid and Hashimoto's and autoimmune disorders because of it. And that is why I might just separately make that a whole entire podcast in and around itself that you guys could benefit off of. However, this is just an intro. I know I'm getting through this quite rapidly and time has flown by. So I'm going to leave us right there at the intro right now. I want you guys to know that next week I'm doing a deeper, deeper dive. I will be saying some medical terms that some people might not understand, might be using some terms that people have never heard of before. I will try my hardest to put it in layman terms as best as possible. There are some things that just can't be put into a layman term. It, it has a name. It is what it is. That's what it is. And when it is that, I will tell you, there is no other name for it. You just have to make yourself very known to it because I tried really hard to find a layman term for something and I could never find it. So I just knew in the back of my head, that is what it is. I hope you guys follow along on these next few weeks as I dive deeper and deeper. I hope you guys get something from it. Please give me all the feedback. Please come to me if you need more help. The one thing that I'm going to leave at the end of the note for this section is that what works for one body might not work for everybody. And I hope you really understand that is that I could recommend a supplement to a client. That does not mean I know it's going to work. Was there a higher possibility? Sure. And I'm banking on that high probability. However, if the client comes back in a week and says, I'm breaking out, I have a rash, this makes my stomach hurt, something's not right, I know that that supplement isn't for that person's body. That means I'm going to go and I'm going to use another supplement to help them. If I have a client who's going through menopause and I recommend natural ingredients to help them through menopause and nothing is working, that means something bigger is at hand. That means I need a professional to come in and I need a professional to give added hormones to this person so that way they can feel better and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with taking a medication because your body's at that point that you need it. And I don't want females, I don't want males to feel bad for doing Western medicine because their body needs it. 
That is not a bad thing. That is helping your body produce and you to feel better. So don't let somebody who is less of a Western medicine believer make you feel bad for putting something into your body that your body needs help producing. Am I more of a person who believes in a natural pathic way and I support people going towards a natural pathic doctor? Sure. Absolutely. I try and recommend everybody to a natural pathic doctor. Is that always the case? No. And that's okay. And everybody has their space to feel good and do what's best for their body because not everybody has the same body. Not every hormone is the same. I don't care if you're male, female, whatever, we're all built differently. And these cookie cutter prescriptions and these cookie cutter things, they don't work anymore. And it's time to stop. It's time to do better for everybody out there. So guys, I hope you guys have a really great weekend. I will be up north enjoying the weather. I will start the intro telling you how amazing I feel because I love camping. But I want you guys to have a great week. Hope everybody gets a little something from this little intro, but strap in. June's going to be a big month for hormones and deep diving. And I hope I receive all the questions and feedback throughout it because it's what you guys asked for. I hope you guys have a great week. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday, like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.